Hello, I'm Radiobot QRM-42 Alpha, and my humanoid superiors insist that I resist the urge to do something far more productive, and inform you that you are listening to the podcast version of Athens 441. As if you didn't know that when you clicked on the icon. Honestly. Start the same music. The information to be transmitted starts as sound waves which travel through air. Here we go! You are now tuned into Athens 441. Now this program will be presented by Georgia Public Broadcasting.
Honors of ringing in episode number 100 here on Athens 441. Uh, that's from a brand new album called Lucifer on the Sofa. And the song, uh, which is the kickoff track, is Held. Uh, that is a cover from Bill Callahan, a.k.a. Smog. Bold way to start off a new LP, but we are all about the bold here on the program as we now cross into triple digits. Uh, no, we can't believe we made it this far either. Uh, lots of great new music uh, from us this time around, and by us, I am referring to we. That is I, Joe Silva. I got the latest from Eyelids, as well as a synth pop outfit called Nation of Language, as well as a new single from Stereo Labs, Letizia Sadier. And uh, to help us mark this auspicious occasion, we'll hear from John King from the recently reconstituted Gang of Four, who will be returning to Georgia for the first time in who knows when uh, this month down in the big ATL. But before we get to all of that, let's hear from the pulpit of the band that goes by the name of TV Priest.
smashed the Sky Plus box over Big John's head. And I signed for my neighbor's parcel a lager can and a packet of quavers, a face paler than a holy wafer. But I'm through to the next round. I'm through. It's our job. Listening to Athens 441.
Local Georgia heroes Elf Power with their latest single called The Gas Inside the Tank here on Athens 441. New album forthcoming later on in 2022, so we're super excited to have that in route. Uh, before that was something from a band that we're a little behind on by the name of TV Priest. That was called Decoration, and it comes from their debut on the Sub Pop Records, which is called Uppers. It came out back in 2021. Uh, apparently they were signed after only having played one gig before lockdown struck, which was in an industrial freezer sometime in November 2019. <laughs> Who knows? I guess it could happen. Uh, next up on the program, we'll take a few minutes to bow our heads as we remember Mr. Mark Lanigan. and his pal PJ Harvey from back in 2004. The name of that song was Hit the City, one of our faves from his album called Bubblegum. Uh, sad to say that Mark passed away recently over in Ireland and uh, originally made a bunch of noise with Screaming Trees back in the early 90s before mostly going solo thereafter. Uh, just a great, great singer. And uh, speaking of singers, 
eyelids have recently paid tribute to another great vocalist. I'm talking about Mark E. Smith of The Fall.
eyelids paying their respects to the fall here on Athens 441. That was their cover of Fantastic Life, which was originally released back during the fall's high watermark days of 1981. One of their many high watermarks. Uh, They even got original fall drummer Paul Hanley to guest on the track, which Peter Buck of R.E.M. produced. How about that for some superstar action? Uh, this is one of the B-sides of their latest single, which you can track down on blue vinyl, no less, at musicofeyelids.bandcamp.com. Now, at the top of the program, we mentioned that the Gang of Four were returning to Georgia this month, and opening up for them is none other than our old friends, the Pylon Reenactment Society. Since we're all about 1981 on this week's show, that was Pylon with the human body from the 
Gyrate album, which was released that year. Now, as I mentioned before, the Pylon Reenactment Society are not only going to be playing down the Masquerade in Atlanta on March 11th, uh, which might be today, depending on when you're listening to this, uh, then they're going to be doing a special gig down at the Savannah Stopover Festival the following day, uh, Saturday the 12th, where they are going to play the Chomp album in its entirety. Uh, more information about that at pylonreenactmentsociety.com. And Vanessa from the band uh, was nice enough to give us some goodies that we're going to be handing out a little later on in the program, our 100th episode, uh, to celebrate. So uh, some lucky listener uh, will be the recipient of that. But right now, before we get to our interview with John King of the Gang of Four, let's check out one of their more overlooked tracks, one of our favorites. Uh, this is called Silver Lining. Too much care 
From the 1983 album titled Hard, that was the Gang of Four here on Athens 441 with one of our favorite tracks of theirs. That was called Silver Lining. I got to see them in person not too long after that was released. Uh, And more recently, they resurfaced in a big way during lockdown when they released this huge box set called the Gang of Four 77 to 81. Uh, very sadly, though, uh, original guitarist Andy Gill was one of the unfortunate victims of the pandemic, so he really didn't get to bask in all the love that was revisited on the band following that release. John King, though, who is the vocalist in the band, was able to get things together once again, however, with original drummer Hugo Burnham and bassist Sarah Lee, who you just heard on that last track. They got slink guitarist David Paho to stand in for Andy and are currently making their way around the U.S., which is a big thrill, especially to those fans who didn't catch them early on. Now, uh, before John hopped on a flight to the States, he was nice enough to get on a call with us and talk a bit about the band's legacy. This is Athens 441. So, John, welcome to Athens 441. Uh, maybe you could start off by telling us a little bit about the decision uh, to uh, sort of reconstitute the band and go out on the road again. Was was this something that uh, you felt strongly uh, about doing following Andy's passing, or, or was this sort of a way to shore up the fact that it's so hard for musicians, especially post-lockdown, uh, to, to sort of make a living off of recordings? The box set came out, which I'd spent a lot of time working on, and, and during um, uh, lockdown, which was uh, uh, has been severe for everybody, but, but has been a disaster, as you've said, for um, for musicians and creative people. Um, so that having released that, and that then sold out pretty much straight away. There was a lot of um, interest in in us playing again, and. Uh, Sadly, of course, uh, Andy died at the beginning of COVID, uh, probably from uh, COVID layered on his other um, lung infections, lung diseases. Um, uh, so the idea of playing you know, was not on the agenda until uh, earlier, much earlier in 2021. And I also think, touching on what you said, you know that live music is so important it's been so important to me throughout my life and to and to anyone else who really uh, really enjoys music seeing people perform and play uh it's just uh something i i, I thought almost like we had an obligation to do it uh if, if people wanted to see us i felt it was really really a, a vital thing to do yeah Uh, One of the the really interesting things that I found out about the band that I didn't know previously was that you guys brought a sort of a tremendous wealth of very different, unexpected even, influences to uh, the Gang of Four, like Hugo being a fan of Creedence Clearwater Revival, and and you and Andy both being like very big fans of the band, uh, which doesn't really figure in, maybe sonically, to uh, what you put out on your own. Well... I mean, I wrote the words, obviously, and um, I, I think it would be hard to put a connection between those um, acts that you just referenced and the, the lyrics that, that I wrote. I mean, I think, you know, I mean, Andy and I shared a, t- a total uh, devotion to 
Dylan and the band. And what what they were extraordinary about, I'm talking about the band here, was was telling America's story in these in in, in different actual narrative arcs, you know, whether it was up old Critical Creek or the night they drove old Dixie down or whatever, this this uh, Canadian band were able to um, capture the the stories of, of of how America came to be and what it what it means, and um, so these were character often character driven uh, little vignettes of storytelling, um, and um, I, I never approached songwriting like that. I mean, I I, I suppose the music that I, you know, I rather thought it was closer to, although I'd, I'd be hard put to defend this position at all. Is more like electric Chicago electric blues, um, uh, and sometimes these sort of stories about very very stark stories about the um, what it is to what it is to be alive. I'm I'm not sure the writers are very playing their own work, but I, I guess it's about the relationship between you and how things are and when Andy and I were writing them together uh, and, and and of course in the band it wasn't just me and Andy I mean the, the four of us wrote them we um, we we weren't using uh, we, we tried to have a minimal approach to it and so a lot of the songs don't have chord progressions in them in the classic you know 251 dominant subdominant tonic type area mm-hmm. we did it when we began um, using chord progressions, but then made the songs a bit more like funk, really. You know, where it's really about getting establishing a groove, and then it's all about dropping in and dropping out. Um, and we did use that sort of from songs like "Damaged Goods" to "What We All Want" onwards. You know, that it was more about the absence of things sometimes, which is which is a, again more more like. Uh, funk and um, uh, blues than than I think the more rock tradition. Well, the next track I want to get to is "What We All Want" from the Solid Gold record, which features this just tremendous groove from Dave Allen, your original bass player, and and you go on drums, and and then there's your your line, "The hope that that does not fade," that that also caught my attention. Uh, what can you tell us about it? That was a song where. When we wrote that, Dave and Hugo had worked up this fantastic groove, and we had this really um, rat-infested use of a, oh sorry, use of a rat-infested warehouse in Leeds, and uh, we'd set all the equipment up, and the two of them had just been working on this 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 thing that, that was going to go on and on and on. It was it was really majestic, and just knew that um, that's all we needed from the structure of the song was them to just to play and uh play it and they, they really really got it together and that was that was um fantastic uh, piece of work and then um uh, andy would improvise over, over the top of it and we'd do a bit of call response between the guitar and and the, and the vocal and i um i was thinking that uh, when i was writing it uh, the you know the feeling of not of, of getting everything that you want you know it's a bit like you know that um, quote from Nietzsche beware of what you want because you might get it um, and uh, the 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 hope that somehow or other that um, everything will everything will come good 
and uh, you know, uh, and it, it either does or it doesn't. But but if it does or it doesn't, you're still not sure whether it's the right thing. And he's try, was trying to get, capture that sort of sentiment about it. Um, and the hope that does not fade is, despite all of the all of the setbacks, you still have this, you know, um, human dream that it will all come good.
from the album called Solid Gold. That was Gang of Four here on Athens 441. The name of the song, once again, was What We All Want. Thanks again to John King from the band to take some time to chat with us before he and uh, the group embarked on their tour of the U.S. I hope you get to see them while they're here. And also hope that you're the lucky listener that walks off with this Gang of Four and Pylon gift bag that we've put together on the occasion of our 100th episode. Got some great stuff, including a Pylon Chomp cassette and a copy of uh, that Solid Gold album. You can check it out via our Instagram or Twitter feeds, where our handle is at Athens441. To win, all you have to do is retweet or comment on uh, that Instagram post, and we'll put your name in our virtual hat. And uh, while you're off doing that, uh, check out this brand-new track from The Pictish Trail. It's almost every time 
Letizia Sadier of Stereolab here on Athens 441. New solo single from her. New long player on the way soon, I imagine, as well as some Stereolab gigs here in the U.S. come the fall. Uh, before that, the latest from the Pictish Trail, a.k.a. Johnny Lynch, that was called In the Land of the Dead, and that's taken from his new album titled Island Family, which makes a lot of sense since he and his label Lost Map are based out on the tiny island of Egia off of Scotland. Got one more track to play for you before we get to that. Want to say thanks to everyone who's helped us get to this 100th episode of Athens 441. All of our friends at WUGA and GPB, Kimberly Sloan, as well as all the bands and labels who outfit us with their music and occasionally their time. And of course, to all of you out there listening, without your support, this program just wouldn't be possible. So reach out, say hello. You can catch up with us online whenever you like at Athens441.org. Last track this time around comes from a synth pop outfit that we just come across called The Nation of Language. New album of theirs arrived in our mailbox ooh, a couple of weeks ago. It's called A Way Forward, and this song is called Across That Fine Line.
Athens 441 is a QRM production produced in Athens, Georgia for Georgia Public Broadcasting. Production facilities provided by WUGA. Our theme music is by Elf Power. To get in touch with us here at the program, visit us online at athens441.org.